Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for another opportunity, for a great week gone by, and for a new one beginning now. We thank you for that fresh lease of time that you add to our life. That you did not snatch it, you did not take it away. You did not judge us for our iniquity or for our shortcomings, for our rebellion, for our disobedience, for our failures, for our pride, for our ego, and for all our sin. But you are ever willing to give us another opportunity and not just give us that opportunity to look back and to rework our mistakes. But you get down to the pit with us. You give us your spirit. And through your spirit, Lord, we work. And he works with us to turn things around. And not just turn it around, that we might be pulled out of the pit and pulled out of all our mistakes, not to commit them anymore, but to come closer and closer in conformity to the image of Jesus that he demonstrated during his life. That is why he makes that word real to us. So that as we meditate more and more on that word and we become doers of that word, we demonstrate our faith to you. And you are a rewarder of those who seek you diligently with all their hearts, Father. And the peace and the joy that you give us, Lord, every time that we are with you, when you feed us afresh with your mana straight from heaven, your revelation, your wisdom, your understanding, and all your gift that you stir within us. The joy that helps us make our prayer and maintain our relationship with you in the secret place, leaving every other challenge, every other problem aside. We share that same, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those who are beneficiaries of any prayer request on this group and those that have none to pray for them. We share it with all Christians that have not yet personally known you and with all those that choose to turn the other way and do not want to know you. We ask for a quickening in their spirit, Father, that they might call on your name, knowing that everyone that calls on your name shall not end up in shame. So as we make our prayer this morning, Lord, we call on your name in faith as we raise our every prayer to your altar with that same belief in our hearts. The name of our maker, our creator, the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet, the God of patience, God who is a consuming fire, the one who destroyed our enemy, tall as the cedars and strong as the oak, and yet you cut his fruit from the top and the root from beneath. This is what your word in the book of 2 Amos says. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The way, the truth, and the life. The Lord who heals, the one who is our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification, and our redemption. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of light and life, the spirit of truth, the spirit of the El Shaddai who gives us victory, the all-powerful and the all-seeing God. The one who is given to us to be our comforter, the seal of the age to come, and the one who partners with us today 
making the word real to us, but also giving life to our mortal body that we are made alive in the spirit. We're no longer dead and remaining only in the flesh. Reintroduced us back into the spirit realm. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You have blessed us with your mercy. You have blessed us with your grace. All of these, your systems of advantage, Father, that we are able to call upon any of these in times of need, in times of battle, in times of challenges, and you are ever willing to support us. You even gave us angels and destiny help us. We thank you, Father, for your love that is unchangeable for us, that is everlasting. And as we make our prayer this morning, Lord, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. And we cover everyone that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this vision, your Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. By the precious blood of Jesus, and I draw that bloodline around each of these, and I declare it as our hedge of protection in the spirit realm. In the mighty name of Jesus, that every force of wickedness that comes against it, it comes near that hedge. Let the fire of judgment come down upon them in that very same mighty name of the king at which every knee must bow. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with the will of the Father. We plead the blood of Jesus and we cover each of these, Lord, that we have raised up in prayer. Also the ones that we shall pray for this day and intercede for. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about us Protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we herald the power in our word, using your very word that you have given us, remembering that life and death are in the power of our tongue, and we shall eat of its fruit. And just as your word says in Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, Lord, we herald the power in it, which says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word. Our words, each of us that make this prayer this day, even with the recording, Lord. The words that go out from our mouth will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. When that purpose is aligned with the will of God when we release it in faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us that power in our tongue. Yesterday we reflected that if you abide in Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and spiritual heirs according to God's promise. Today, let's look at what does it mean to be Abraham's seed? When do you become Abraham's seed? And the first thing here is 
we don't become heirs of Abraham's promises by working for God. It is not your ministry that will earn it. Rather by being confident that God works for us. It's quite the contrary. Being confident that God works for us and believing that he will fulfill. He is faithful and will fulfill. Abraham grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. We see that in 2 Corinthians as well. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly and he is able to make every grace abound towards us. Now we see that also in Romans 4 verse 20 and 21. And that's why Abraham could obey God even when obedience looked like a dead-end one-way street. The dead-end of a one-way street. He trusted God to do the impossible even up to raising his son from the dead. And Romans 4 verse 3 says, For this kind of belief God credited to him as righteous. And that forms the principle for us being made righteous as well. The precedence was set here. Righteousness not through the law, by obeying the law of God, the 600 plus laws, but by faith in Jesus. And all the laws are put aside. They don't matter anymore. And so the three key elements of Abraham's nature that he demonstrated are extraordinary faith, trust, and obedience to the will of God. Extraordinary faith, even to the point of doing the impossible, trusting God to the point of dependence, and obedience to the will of God, even when it looked like it would mean harm. He was asked to sacrifice his own son, yet he obeyed. Now, when we have those three, then we become his seed. Now, Jesus was Abraham's seed that perfected these. And as God had promised Abraham, he fulfilled all those promises that he made to Abraham through Jesus. We saw the five yesterday. Now, how does it work for us? It is by making Jesus our advocate. And that is why the Bible says, when you put your faith in him and you call on his name, if you are Christ, we saw that in Galatians 3.29 yesterday, if you belong to him, then you become Abraham's seed. So how does it work? It is by making him our advocate then he takes our place in God's court of law like he did on the cross. He took our place. And it is his blood that speaks. And that's actually a deeper mystery about the blood itself. Because the blood speaks. And his blood is innocent blood. So in the first instance, in, the court, in God's court of law, the atonement is made in full. 
And because his blood is innocent blood, the accuser therefore has no case against him. And we are freed. For his innocent blood says, they are free to go. I stand in their place. And through his righteousness, we possess the gates of our enemies. The enemy has no power over us. That is why we say with confidence, I am the body of Christ. Satan, sin, sickness and disease has no power and no place in me. We say that in our I confess boldly. And through him, we have abundance and are blessed. And then through the working of the Holy Spirit, we become a blessing to the nations. That's when the promise made to Abraham is fulfilled in our lives. When we're not just rescued, when we're not just protected, when we're not just blessed, but when we, out of that abundance, we become a blessing to others. So righteousness through faith was not introduced during the time of Jesus. The precedence was set up during Abraham's time, long before Jesus came. In the very first book in Genesis. Although it was made available to every one of us during Jesus' time. That's when salvation got added to it. So children of Abraham then are those who carry his character, his nature, who are like him. To demonstrate those three key things. Who are willing to believe beyond what they can see. Trusting in God and hoping in Christ just like Abraham. While he was on his journey up the mount in Moriah. Those who are the children of the flesh. They are not the children of God. But the children of the promise. Who are willing to believe. Are counted as the seed. So it's not our descent. It is our faith demonstrated in action, demonstrating those three characters of Abraham. Jesus taught in John 8 verse 39, if you were Abraham's children, then you would do what Abraham did. You would do the works of Abraham. What is his work? These very three elements. We also see that same in Galatians 3 verse 7. So you are not expected to do what God did. You are not expected to be perfect. You just need to come in faith, demonstrate it, and be called Abraham's seed. Now, Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, Without faith it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So demonstrate that faith of Abraham who believed even when there was no hope. Faith beyond hope, trust to the point of dependence and obedience to the point of death. These were demonstrated by Jesus. This is what we are expected to be doing. Knowing that then as Abraham's seed we can rightfully claim all the blessings that were covenanted through Abraham. Abundance, being blessing to the nations, being able to possess the gates of your enemies.
and an entry into the kingdom, the promised land. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as we meditate and reflect on our own faith, our Christian experience, our journey, our walk with you, that we look closer into what you have shown us through the life of Abraham and through his faith. When you asked him to count the stars, when at a ripe old age you promised him that he would be the father of nations, so that his name was changed from Abraham, which is God be exalted, to Abraham, the father of nations. Help us understand, Lord, and adopt that faith, that dependence, that trust. We ask for that grace this day, Lord. For this is one of the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives us. Help us use it in our Christian life and in our ministry that we might be that Abrahamic kind of blessing to all the nations. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families, our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized this day will undergo any kind of procedures. <clears throat> we pray for all families that are battling all kinds of separation and division. We pray also, Father, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially those that are targeted at keeping them ignorant, busy, prayerless, poor, and powerless. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families as well. <clears throat> Especially those members of our family that are not yet saved, that have not yet received their gift of salvation. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our faith and we make our prayer of agreement with each other and with the Holy Spirit, we know in our hearts that that prayer is made under an open heaven and that prayer must come back as an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and to join in our prayer. Those that are asking for that gift to release your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Make sure you are asking it with the purpose of being able to then intercede for others using that gift. To fulfill his purposes in it. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
The words that were put on my heart this morning, search me and know me, my children. The scripture I've been given is from Ephesians 2, 4 to 8. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and raised us up with him and made us sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace, you have been saved through faith and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And the verse that was put on my heart when we were praying is from Romans chapter 4, verse 23 and 24, which says, Now it was not written, and this is the context of Abraham's faith and his belief. Now the verses say, Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised Jesus, that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, please share them on your social media channels. There's also the reflections that Brother Savio posts on our Facebook and our Telegram group. <clears throat> Please share those two. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us and chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Russell.